0: Hello and welcome to the ISBA BursaCast covering the period 11th to 18th of November and the latest operational and regulatory issues that impact independent schools. If you have a question, please email office at theisba.org.uk or refer to this month's bulletin, number 10, dated 17th of November, which is available in the ISBA Reference Library. Firstly, it is interesting to note that the Chancellor, Jeremy Hunt's autumn statement, which dismissed the Labour Party's call to add VAT to independent school fees, condemning what he called the ideological approach and instead promising to focus on investment and referencing that, according to certain estimates, this would result in up to 90,000 children from the independent sector switching to state schools. He also announced that state schools in England will receive a funding increase of £2.3 billion each year for the next two years, which should allow them to continue to invest in high-quality teaching and to target additional support to the children who need it most. This was an unexpected move, though will help ease some of the cost pressures faced by state schools. The ISBA Summary of Government Guidance this week includes an invitation for teachers to complete the Relationships sex and health education survey, updates on the additional bank holiday on Monday 8th of June next year for His Majesty's coronation, benefits of an academic mentor to deliver tutoring and the Enough campaign to tackle violence against women and girls. Also please note the recent publication of the Early Years Foundation Stage Handbook for 2023. In the monthly bulletin this week, there is useful information on eight issues that are affecting schools which may be useful to listeners. I'll start with number one, the cost of living crisis with regard to staffing considerations for schools. Number two, scenario planning and financial modelling template for bursars and finance leads to use when considering the impact on their school's finances of political developments and economic factors anticipated for the future. Number 3. An update on the two main education unions, the NEU and the NASUWT, who are in dispute with the government over the pay awarded nationally for teachers and support staff in the maintained sector, which includes a template letter to schools to use to respond to the NASUWT statutory notice. Number 4. The Information Commissioner's Office recently issued a £4.4 million fine in relation to cyber attack and, as a result, joined forces with the National Cyber Security Centre to give small businesses simple, practical advice to help improve their cybersecurity and data protection via a webinar on the 22nd of November at 10.30am. 5. Real estate issues in the education sector, given the ongoing stressful economic environment, especially regarding leases, minimising or avoiding liabilities and seeking to maximise income and or capital returns. Number six, when a cancellation clause is not enforceable. Number seven, the employment tribunal's approach to damages in whistleblowing claims. And finally, eight, a guidance note on the employment status of volunteers, together with a case study. And now to our top three advice and guidance questions and answers for this week. The first question is regarding the time frame for charitable companies to retender their auditor. In answer, there is no formal requirement, but best practice states it's every three or four years. Our second question relates to the document numbers of the actuarial reports commissioned by ISBA into the likelihood of an increase in TPS at the next review. For this, please see documents 2216, 2556, 2576 and 2903 in the ISBA Reference Library. And our third question relates to gaining advice on screening pupils on hearing and vision in line with the Government's National Child Measurement Programme. In answer, the Medical Officers of Schools Association, also referred to as MOSA, will be able to help via their website at www.mosa.org.uk. It is also worth noting that MOSA are keen to offer schools membership to support health staff including school GPs, nurses and other healthcare professionals. And ISBA's top tip of the week for this week is for schools to refer to ISBA's How to Guide on Preparing for and Actions on a Power Cut in Schools This Winter. In document 2959. Our webinar programme for the next month continues to be free and includes webinars on the 22nd of November, which is a Tuesday. This is at 2pm and the topic is making your marketing and communications GDPR compliant. Friday the 2nd of December on immigration rules for schools, which was moved from the previous date of the 25th of October. And the third one is Tuesday, the 6th of December. In the Air, the future of asbestos. Our professional development face to face one day conferences continue next year at BMA House in London, with a mock employment tribunal on Tuesday, the 24th of January, and a finance conference on Tuesday, the 7th of February. I recently attended the ISPA conference at BMA House on the HR topic and spoke to some of the delegates. Let's hear from one now. Uh, I mean, the HR conferences that the ISBA run are always really, really useful. When you get together with lots of other professionals, you realise that you share lots of problems with other people and therefore lots of solutions as well, which is great. There have been various uh, events that I've sat in today that have been very, very useful indeed on mental well-being, on uh, investigations, how to conduct them. uh, All very, very useful indeed. And I'm really looking forward to the mock disciplinary hearing later on. And a reminder on our regional strategy in-person days which have been extended to not only include the North of England Regional Strategy Day on the 5th of December from 11am at Bradford Grammar School, but also to Scottish schools on the 23rd of November at 10am at the Edinburgh Academy. We see these briefing sessions as essential for bursars and ideal thought-provoking material for chairs and board members. Do book your place via links on the ISBA website. And our ever-popular next set of face-to-face regional meetings are on Tuesday, the 22nd of November at 10.30am for the Southern Region at Cumna House. Thursday, the 24th of November at 10am for London Schools at Salters Hall. And Wednesday, the 30th of November at 2pm for South West, Seven and Avon at Taunton School. And the next online regional meetings are for the Northeast on Wednesday the 23rd of November at 9.30am, the Welsh Schools on Tuesday, the 29th of November at 2 p.m. and for Surrey on Tuesday the 6th of December at 9.30am. The latest reference library additions and updated documents are data retention guidelines, ISBA how-to guides on the following topics, power cuts in schools, risk registers, Priorities for new bursars on joining a school. The Single Central Register. Recruiting a Governor. Harper Trust versus Brazil. Holiday Pay for Part Year Workers. Questions of the Month. Template Letter in Response to the NASUWT Statutory Notice. Template Risk Register for Schools. Critical Incident Template Policy and emergency procedures dated 2022, and summary of government guidance, fortnightly updates, and finally, monthly bulletin number 10. As ever, our legal guidance details are in the show notes to this episode. Thank you for listening. Till next time, farewell.